0: It's Jay Scott. You're listening to the Hook Rocks, the ultimate rock community podcast. Hope you're doing well. We're in the middle of winter and just having dreams and visions of spring and summer. I'm kind of tired of this cold weather here, especially in Chicago. It got down to, I think, minus two with a minus 30 wind chill over the weekend. So bone chilling cold. I think everybody on the planet except my dog likes this. My dog likes to lay out in the snow. And lay out in the cold weather whenever this stuff happens, so it's, uh, it's interesting nonetheless. But we're here, we're back, and we're doing something, I don't know if it's brand new, but something that I've always wanted to do on this podcast, and that is highlight albums and do album reviews. And I know we've done a couple in the past. When we first started this journey, we did the review for Rival Sons' Feral Roots back in 2019. Seems like years ago at this point. But we stopped doing it, and we kind of revisited a little bit when the ACDC album Power Up came out back in the fall. And here we are back doing it again, and we are going to talk about what I think is the first great album of 2021. And that is the Pretty Reckless Death by Rock and Roll, which is out this Friday, February 12th. Had a chance to digest this album over the weekend, along with a few others. I listened to the new Dead Daisies album, Holy Ground, which I've heard a few tracks from it, but haven't really sat with it yet until this weekend. Uh, one of my favorite bands, Lucero, recently released a new album, When You Found Me, always from Memphis, always... A great experience whenever listening to one of their records. And of course, the big album on Friday was the Foo Fighters new release, Medicine at Midnight, which I've enjoyed. I know some people have expressed a little bit of disappointment with the record, but I always like when a band tries to do something different. I always like when a band tries to stretch themselves and find a new perspective, uh, find a new way to present their music And I believe Foo Fighters has done that on their latest album, which I did enjoy. The Dead Daisies, Holy Ground, great album. Uh, Doug Aldrich sounds amazing on this album, Holy Ground. The tone, the playing, just absolutely amazing. Glenn Hughes, which this is his first album with the Dead Daisies, sounds like Glenn Hughes. Totally kick-ass, totally awesome. Dean... Castronova, who uh, the interview aired last week, had the pleasure of talking to him in his first interview since leaving the band right after the release of this record or just before the release of this record, also sounds amazing. It's, it's a great collective unit and just a fantastic album. A great album to begin the new year 2021 with. I know that album was supposed to be released, I think, last April or May, and they held on to it just because of the COVID pandemic. But it's a great rock record for fans of their music. Even though there's a change from John Karabi into Glenn Hughes or with Glenn Hughes, you will enjoy it. I guarantee it. Foo Fighters, getting back to them. Again, a different type of style, different type of of. Depth and layers and colors from the band Foo Fighters. Dave Grohl does it again. I think it's a a good album. It's a really good album. I don't know if I'm ready to say it's as good as anything they've done before. I still need to listen to it a little more, but um, I do like it. I did enjoy it. So go out and get that if you're a Foo Fighters fan. And then the last record, I don't know if a lot of my fans will um, be into Lucero. They're, they're, a very blues-based banding, Dixie blues, and uh, kind of a little bit of folksy and, and hard-edge rock and roll. They were they were described, gosh, several years back as kind of being a, a mix between The Replacements meets Bruce Springsteen. So, based on my Twitter feed and my followers, I don't know if that's going to connect with a lot of them, and that's fine. But uh, I love them. I've seen this band probably a dozen times or more over the last decade plus. And I just enjoy seeing them every time they come to Chicago. They put on a great show. They have great music. I really do connect with this band lyrically. And this album for them is a lot different too as well. Um, It adds the synthesizer to the band. Kind of, again, using the word depth, adds a little bit. You know, more depth to their music or maybe a different perspective than what they've done before and what their fans are used to. But love the song, Back in Ohio. Just a great track. Just a great track. Great album. I Give it a chance. You can stream it on all the sites. You can go buy it on Amazon, on their website. But I, I think you will enjoy it if, if you trust me with my musical taste. So now let's get into it. The pretty reckless new album death by rock and roll is like i said the first great album of 2021 in my opinion it connects all the dots it's just it it really connected with me instantly kind of knowing the background of this album it's been almost five years since the pretty reckless released an album this is a follow-up to the 2016 album who you selling for And based on what I know and what I've read, there were some challenging times for the band based on a lot of different circumstances. They fought a lot of personal demons. They really had to find themselves again. I know the Chris Cornell death really affected Taylor Momsen. I know she was in a lot of pain over losing one of her... Biggest influences, Chris Cornell. So there was a period of mourning for her and, and also, you know, with the band too. Was, I think they were all very heavily influenced by Chris Cornell, Soundgarden, Audio Slave. And they had to kind of pick up the pieces and kind of connect again with music and connect with the journey that they were on, get back on that journey, get back on that path. And they have. They definitely have. This album really is a spiritual awakening, if you will, in terms of just the perspective and vibe. When you listen to the first part of this album, it really grabs you instantly, and it is very edgy in the first part. Death by Rock and Roll, the title track, is a great way to start an album, and it kind of gives the perspective of you know, how rock and roll can kind of lift you up and take you on a path, but it can also give you a lot of pain. And, you know, the pain that they talk about is the Chris Cornell and all the inner demons and the, and the challenges that they faced prior to this album. It's a great opening track. I believe it's the first single from the album. And then we go into Only Love Can Save Me Now, which features Matt Cameron and Kim on the track. And you really do hear the Soundgarden vibe on this song. It's tremendous. It's a great track. Um, It really packs a one-two punch when you listen to this album and when you're sitting with it and you're absorbing it. It really, you know, I always mention when a a, a great album is kind of like a plane. You put the album on, the plane kind of takes off, and it reaches its incline. It's taking off, it reaches its incline, and then it stays at that level the whole time there and that's what the pretty reckless does with this album that's really the message and the vibe i got and i connected with on the first part of this album which is facing challenges facing pain going through the healing process it's tough we've all been there we've all had personal challenges to deal with and they are basically laying their emotions burying themselves for all of us To see and witness through these songs and it continues with and so it went with Tom Morello and he seems to be everywhere these days he was on the latest Struts album and just adds a whole great vibe and element to this song it really it really is one of the highlights they're all highlights all these songs are high it really is one of the most powerful songs on the first part of the album And then it goes into the song 25, which features kind of like a a funeral march, the funeral march vibe of the song. Again, when you know what the Pretty Reckless as a band has gone through over the past several years, over the past few years, they're basically telling you how at that low point in the band's history, they didn't know if they were gonna come back they didn't know if the band was over you lose a great influence with Chris Cornell you also deal with the challenges that you faced you know coping with these things such as longtime producer Cato who died in a motorcycle crash 11 months after they lost Chris Cornell The funeral march is very symbolic to what the band was going through. They were dealing with a lot of challenges internally. They were dealing with mourning not only Chris Cornell, but also their longtime producer and friend, Cato, who died in a motorcycle crash shortly thereafter the death of Chris Cornell. This band was lost. This band did not know if they'd ever find themselves again. They were pretty much fragmented in pieces dealing with their challenges together and also by themselves. They didn't know if they were going to make it through. They didn't know if they were going to come out on the other side. And the first four tracks of this album basically says that. Basically says we didn't know what we were going to become. We didn't know if we were going to continue. We did not know a lot of things. And when you're an artist and you are creating, and you are in a band, the unknown is very stressful for anyone. That, that The unknown is stressful for anybody in general, but when you are mapping out your career and you're mapping out music and what you're going to do, not having the knowledge of what, or some idea of what the future is going to be, it's difficult to carry on. It's difficult to kind of you know see the light through the darkness. And they definitely were were going through that. What I really like about this album, what really sets this album apart with so far, with the releases so far this year, is how it's telling a story without really telling a story. It's not a concept album, and that's what I mean by that. It's not a rock opera. But there is a continuous message and a connection with each song. My Bones and Got So High, again, is more personal reflection from Taylor and the band on what they were going through. And the first side is phenomenal. The first side of the record is fantastic. The second part of the the record, when I say first side, second side, I come from the days of having to flip over a vinyl or change a cassette in a tape deck. But the second part of the album is next level. The second part of the album is the Pretty Reckless, moving on from being a rock band to reaching legendary status. This is an incredible piece of music. These five songs that end the album, Witches Burn, Standing at the Wall, Turning Gold, Rock and Roll Heaven, and Harley Darling. Witch's Burn is a great mid-tempo song. The coming through, starting to see the light, starting to burn away the challenges and come out on the other side as the progression of the songs connect with each other. Standing at the wall is facing those challenges and getting around those challenges. We've all faced that wall in life where we don't know how to get around it, We don't know if we should climb over it, go under it, but we know we've got to get through the wall somehow, some way, if we want to carry on, if we want to live our lives. And Taylor is basically, in her lyrics, saying that she's at the wall and she's hoping someone will catch her if she falls. She doesn't know if she's going to be able to overcome these challenges. Such a spiritual song and a song that everyone can relate to. Probably, in my opinion, one of the deepest songs on the record. We then turn to Turning Gold, which I kind of feel is the turning point, the healing song of the record. When you come out of the challenges that you're facing and you come out the other side and the sun's a little brighter, and the colors are a little bit more defined, you start to feel and you start to see things again. And it's a beautiful track. I just love the love the whole arrangement of the song. Again, the second part of this album is next level. It's a fantastic, fantastic way to chronologically end a record. Rock and Roll Heaven is... I don't want to say a cliche song because it has a lot of it's a subject matter of talking about the great gig in the sky, which she mentions Taylor mentions in the song about legends who have passed before her and before us as we've lived our lives in kind of reflecting on their legends and their influence of what they meant to music and where they are in a better place. It's a very beautiful song. It's a song that has been told before, but Pretty Reckless really do a unique and beautiful job on the song. And the final track, Harley Darling, the Pretty Reckless riding off into the sunset with a different perspective and a feeling of a resurgence, a feeling of being alive again. A beautiful way to end the record. Again, this is the first great album of 2021. It's going to be released this February 12th on Friday. Today's Monday, the 8th. I implore all of you to pick that pick this album up. It is one that you need to listen to. I know there's a lot of people that don't like new rock music. I don't know how you cannot like this album. And the message and the emotion that is on this record. If you appreciate an artist or a band bearing their souls and giving you an honest reflection of the tough and difficult journey they've been through over the past several years, you will love this album. You will love the honesty. You will love the emotional Connection that each song has with each other. Because at the end of the day, even though this starts out very dark and very moody, it does end up being a celebration of not just music, but also life in general. And when you face challenges and when you've come out the other side and you have a different perspective and a different outlook, life is beautiful again. Life is different. And it can give you the confidence to move forward because you know you've dealt with tough and difficult challenges. We've all had that experience in our lives where we had to overcome something that seemed insurmountable at one point. It seemed like the tallest mountain you were ever going to climb, but you did it. And you became more confident in your ability to handle you know, handle challenges and handle difficult times and handle those valleys in life Not a, you know, the life is full of peaks and valleys and if you can climb up from the valley and reach the peak again you become so much stronger as a person and the Pretty Reckless is so much stronger as a band because of ha- what they had to go through and this album should be recognized for what it is it's excellence it's honesty, it's rawness and the perseverance that led them to making this album. So, hope I didn't sound too preachy, but this album really did connect with me instantly. I love it. I love everything about it. Once again, the track listing is first song to last, death by rock and roll, only love can save me now, and so it went, 25, my bones got so high, broomsticks, witches burn, standing at the wall. Turning Gold, Rock and Roll Heaven, and Harley Darlin. Go check it out, everybody. Let me know what you think once you do have a chance to listen to it this Friday. And like I said, we hope to do more of these album reviews. Maybe I'll spotlight one album per month because I know there's a lot of great music coming out in 2021, but it's a great way to start your rock and roll journey this year. I know it's been a difficult 2020 and it continues to be difficult for a lot of people here in the new year, but let this album connect with you the way it did with me, and go out and buy the new Pretty Reckless Death by Rock and Roll this Friday, February 12th. All right, everybody, stay safe, stay healthy. We'll talk again soon.